welcome to the Creative Wellness Podcast with Beth Ann Short. Welcome back. I'm Beth Ann Short, and you are listening to the Creative Wellness Podcast. Thanks for being here. I'm very new at this, definitely a novice, and having a lot of fun joining into the podcast community. So thanks for being here with us. Uh, This podcast is focused on creativity and wellness. I really believe that creativity is a choice, and it's so much fun for me to get to talk to people that I really enjoy and appreciate and admire. Um, And so we get to see how they get their creative in their day-to-day, and life is art, so creativity should be everywhere. So today we have... The amazing. <laughs> so, Torin, introduce yourself. What do you want to tell the podcast world yeah. about yourself? Uh, well, first of all, I work with Beth Ann uh, in what capacity? Would you say? Like, I met Beth Ann bringing a group of adults with experienced dis- developmental disabilities to her art therapy studio where we made art. And so that's kind of how I know Beth. We got to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you want to know about me? Uh, well, who are you? What are you doing these days? Because you're not with that agency anymore. You're right. So talk about, like, who you are and what are you doing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right now my current employment is as an employment specialist at United Cerebral Palsy. I work with adults with experience disabilities, uh, helping them find jobs, helping them figure out what the work world is all about and what they might want to do uh, to be gainfully employed and contributing to our culture and society. Uh, That's one aspect of what I do. I'm also a co-active coach. Uh, To me, what that means is partnering with people to help them be the biggest badass that they can possibly be. There's more of that in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm also an artist. I paint, I draw, so uh, make things. I love nice. using my power tools. So I love kind of, power tools. It's kind of me in a nutshell. Things. I love nice. using my power tools. So I love power tools. It's kind of me in a nutshell. That's that's a great description. That's a good elevator speech too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so at work, I'm thinking there's lots of different opportunities to be creative. Maybe not just in the art realm, because you probably don't get to do much art at work anymore. I don't. So how how do you find that creativity is helpful for you on your job? Yeah, it was an adjustment. This was like my first um, office job. Mm-hmm. And uh, first I was like, I can't even be creative. What am I going to do? How will I survive? <laughs> uh, and you come from an art family. Yes, I do. My mom's an art teacher, and uh, dad's a chef. And we always grew up making good things. Mm-hmm. Um, so at work, it was like the first time where it's like paperwork and systems to manage. And first I was like, oh, this isn't going to work. And then I kind of started seeing that like, well, there's an art to filling out paperwork um, to do it efficiently and to integrate that with your calendar and working with your customers becomes a creative act. Definitely my calendar is very creative <laughs> with all the things I'm doing, but I hear you for sure. I feel like somebody's probably listening to this going, a creative calendar. Scott. 
<laughs> well, I think that we do so many different things, and how do you, I mean, you have to be creative in your job. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess even further with work at United Cerebral Palsy, it's like, we've got people who don't fit the mold, you know? What do you mean by that? Uh, what do I mean by that? I mean that, like, somebody posts a job. And there's a description, and the person has to be X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Well, our customer might only be able to do X, X. And so then we can go in and say, hey, have you ever thought about uh, this way of doing the job instead? Do you really need somebody that's going to be there for 20 hours a week, or could you get away with 10? Nice. And yeah. uh, do you really need somebody to lift 50 pounds, or is it more like they might occasionally have to move something that's 20 pounds? And um, maybe that's part of creativity is asking totally good is. questions. Yes, that com- I mean that com- you're being a creative advocate. Mm. Yeah, that's that's definitely um, empowering for your clients mm-hmm. and your customers. That's probably better. I think you use the word customers. Yeah, um, it's definitely being a creative advocate so that they're going to have these really amazing opportunities. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like get to that. be their fullest self in the world. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. So, do you have any successes that you can share with us? I'm sure you have tons, but do you have any that are, you know? Oh, man, not yet. <laughs> so, I've been doing it for about six months. Oh, yeah. And it takes, they say it takes about a year to learn the job. I think I've learned it in like three, and I've finally got a caseload of people. Um, and I've been focusing a lot on discovery, which is people uh, learning about work and what they're capable of. Yeah. I had this amazing conversation with one of my guys, and he, for me, it was a big moment. I don't know if it's necessarily a creative moment, but uh, I'd asked him what he dreams about. Yeah. And he's like, well, what do you mean, dream? And I was like, man, you've got to start dreaming. Dreaming is like the root of all possibility. And he was like, oh, you mean if I start dreaming, I'm more likely to get a job? And I was like, heck yes. <laughs> How is that not creative? How is that not a success, too? Like just that yeah. conversation alone. I guess. It's amazing. It is a success. It's amazing. <laughs> it is a success <laughs> because he came back a, a week later with a list of ideas and businesses for us to look like, look at instead of like, well, I don't know what I should do. I think that's completely a success. Yeah. Being able to have that um, that growth mm-hmm. that just happened and him finding like, oh, I kind of like this idea. Let's go check this out. Yeah, and maybe the creative part of it is uh, imagination. Oh, yeah. Right? We can't, we don't imagine things. They're not possible. Mm-hmm. Imagination, I think, is a really important one. That makes good sense. That makes good sense. And I'm thinking with communication, there's got to be some creativity because you're encountering um, systems in what you're doing, um, long systems that have been in place for a long (laughs) time um, that may not always be effective Mm -hmm. at this time. I don't know. I'm just putting that out there. Oh, yeah. So there's, like, the big uh, disability systems, Uh which it it can feel stifling. 
Um, but then within that, there's smaller systems. So yeah. I was job coaching at, for like a fill-in job coach for one of my other coworkers, and uh, immediately it became obvious that one of my gals couldn't press Control Alt Delete, and I didn't know that there was a computer function that could make that happen. So I was like, well, what can I make? <laughs> so, I didn't know there was a computer function that did that either. Well, now we know. <laughs> You'll have to share it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but what I did before knowing that I could just click some buttons on the computer was I made took like a coat hanger and made like this tool so that she could just take her one hand that she has use of and press all three buttons at That's- once. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and then from there it was like easy peasy yeah so. I had no idea that you could do that yeah an was... alternative method <laughs> yeah there's a bunch of great accessibility things on computers which makes sense mm-hmm. yeah. man if you ever want to have your mind blown you've got to go down to the Oregon Commission for the Blind oh that's really close by here the studio mm-hmm. yeah they have an amazing um, technology setup where they have all these different computers and different kinds of computers with different screens and different keypads, and it'll blow your mind. Yeah. That uh, technology is changing so profoundly the lives of people who deal with blindness. Oh, for sure. I mean, my brother's deaf, and okay. I've, you know, the, the things that I've learned and taking ASL this last year, like formal, not mm-hmm. just doing the slang sign that I grew <laughs> yeah. up doing, but um, taking actual ASL class kind of brings you into what's really going on in, in deaf culture mm-hmm. and learning about all the different ways to communicate. And yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of creativity out there. It's so exciting the way people can be more connected than they were breaking down so many of those like traditional barriers of yes. communication. Definitely. Oh, it's so exciting. Yes. So, okay, so that's work. Mm-hmm. We've covered work a bit. Tell me about creativity in your your personal life. Like, what are some of your most favorite outlets that you feel like you're using for you're using your creativity, but they also maybe contribute to your wellness? Mm. On, like, a really straightforward creative lens, uh, paint, and... Do you do uh, acrylic or oil or... Acrylic uh, is my favorite because I don't have to wait for it to dry. It's true. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I, generally when I'm painting, I use lots of layers of transparent paint so that all the colors kind of shine through and keeps my image really beautiful. Um, Maybe you can... Give me a picture to stick up in sure. your blog post when I do your post. Yeah, it'll be an in progress picture. Okay. Um, it's like the first time that Philippe and I have been settled. Philippe is my husband. Um, but Philippe and I have been settled in like the last year and a half. So finally getting back to painting. <laughs> yeah, you were gone. He left us. You left Portlandia, but you're back now. Yeah, yeah. It was a quick nine months in Texas. <laughs> What a difference. Back to Portland. Yes. 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 So you paint, and then what else? Uh, Philippe and I cook together mm-hmm. all the time. Dad's a chef, so, and yes. his dad's a chef. Um, I was thinking there was something in his family that was cook, yeah. 
chef also mm -hmm. past conversations with him. And uh, his mom is also super into cooking. She's a very traditional French woman, uh, at least in terms of food. Mm -hmm. And so cooking's been a major part of his life. Mm -hmm. My dad cooks too, so we like to spend a lot of time in the kitchen just like making things. <laughs> what What's one of your favorite things to make? You know, I'm not sure if it's like a particular thing or if it's like the process of being in the kitchen and like if we're making a homemade uh, like pizza, like, oh, what ingredients do we have and what pizza makes sense? And <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said process because, you know, everything I say about this open studio method mm -hmm. is process driven. Of course, product is wonderful and important, but in like all the workshops in everything we do here it's always like process process it's about the process because mm -hmm. people get so fixated on the product so i was excited yeah. just hearing you say with your cooking it's that way too yeah so you guys you guys are really like looking at what you have and then it sounds like there's this conversation or fun experience that's happening mm -hmm. in your cooking process yeah and i I guess that's my favorite part about creativity is the process of working through the problem and uh, finding the resources to solve the problems. And the pizza problem. The pizza problem, yeah. <laughs> um, Love that. What, you know, answering difficult questions. What beer would taste best with this kind of pizza? <laughs> well, you guys make beer too, don't you? We do, yeah. Yeah. And we just got a wine kit. We're going to make wine. Wow. Oh my gosh. How fun. We uh, are also in the process of buying our, our first home. Oh, that's so exciting. Uh, which is... Congrats. Thank you. Which is like fun to imagine this space where we can like leave our brew beering or our beer beering there stuff you go. Yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, power tools out. Our yeah. Thinking out. <laughs> so it's unpacking and packing. Isn't that nice? That's so exciting. There's a whole other area of creativity that you're about to embark upon. I'm so ready for it. Gardening. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, we bought our house a little over a year ago. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we are now finally using all of the rooms of our house. Like, I feel like there was some parts of our basement that, you know, had boxes in them. And um, recently we set up a big, um, I have this big metal table, stainless steel table that is like a, a chef kind of thing and we set it up in the basement actually for our beer area where we're mm. going to be doing our brewing like storage and we have it's perfect down there oh my gosh i'll have to come check it out yeah <laughs> yes so yeah it's exciting and um the gardening thing is like one of my favorite like creating these raised beds and then planning what was going in them last year and then eating that all summer you know yeah. eating our so how fun that's like the, I think what the house allows, or like enough space, it doesn't have to be a house, but what enough space allows for is to like set up, like you're always prepared when that moment of inspiration hits you, yeah. that you're not deterred by like the setup. Oh no, process. definitely. I mean, in our place now, we have a little spot upstairs where I can like always do yoga. Like it's, mm. I don't have to move furniture. It's just like this one little space upstairs that's allowed. And then we have like a den for an office. And we're actually using it. It's not just like where everybody puts their coats. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> we 
We have like all the musical gear in there. So yeah, it's it's nice. I'm excited for you. That that's really really great. You know, I think that creativity is just kind of like what you're talking about. It's just a mindset, right? I feel really sad anytime somebody says I'm not creative. Sad is one way to put it. Furious <laughs> is another way. <laughs> I just want to shake it. No, yeah. no, you are. And it doesn't have to look like, you know, you made this beautiful Pinterest thing. <laughs> right? It can, it can also be like, you made an awesome meal for your family. Or you coordinated all of your kids' schedules so that they could get to where they need to be. Or you found yourself that job. Or you took, you found in your schedule an extra hour to have alone time. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. I hear you. Have you ever seen those Pinterest fails? Oh, they're my favorite. They're so funny. They're Think about so funny. The times that I've like tried to make something look like something else that I really wanted it to do and it didn't yeah. turn out that way and that feeling. That's that product-driven thing. Right. And, and, and I think of clients, I think of people in my workshops when they're coming in, I'm like, this is not about the product. Mm -hmm. Don't compare to anybody. And that, I know Pinterest is kind of fun for some things, because I do, I do it too. I look mm -hmm. for, like, inspiration pictures or funny things. But there's some really amazing art out there that's pinned. Mm -hmm. And, uh, or if I'm going to travel somewhere, I like to, like, search like San Francisco restaurants, vegan or whatever, you know. I might use Pinterest for that. It's when you're doing a road trip, it's really a great thing because tons of that's I think one of the best uses for Pinterest right there is like if you're planning a trip. I have to check that out. Yeah. I do that a lot. I also like Road Trippers, that website. It's kind of fun. But um but yeah, the the other the other way it's it's it definitely it sets up this pressure to like make it look a certain way or to dress in this Pinterest style, like yeah. if somebody's like saving pins, and it's like, yeah, find the things that you like, and and then use what works for you, and mm -hmm. don't feel like you have to look like something or make it look a certain way. I know when I grocery shop or when I cook, I use a recipe for like a shopping list, mm -hmm. and then from there, who knows what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Shopping is a creative act. <laughs> I think that my 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 kid especially is always like, "What's for dinner?" And, and like, I rarely make the same thing two times. I mean, there might be elements like we're doing a taco thing, but <laughs> there's always something a little different, you know. But that's also ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could say variety is the spice of life, right? Right, right. right. So, um, towards the end here. Mm -hmm. What I usually come to is asking about what you think the world needs as far as creativity. How I mean, there's a lot going on right now. Oh, my gosh. And I think, you know, if you have thoughts on what you would like to see more of or, you know, that would help heal mm -hmm. the world a bit and how creativity could be part of that. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I think realizing that you are innately creative is a very good first step towards a better tomorrow. And from there, once you realize that, right, you can 
pretty much do anything. And like Gandhi says, be the change you wish to see in the world. And so I, I, I feel that pressure of like, it's hard right now. And it's hard for a lot of people. And it's a scary time. Um, and knowing that so many people are harnessing their innate creativity brings me so much hope. I don't know. Just keep doing it. Just keep working. Keep, keep creating. Any way you can. Any way you can. Any way you can. If you got a message, share it. Yeah. If you don't have a message, start digging because you do. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, believe it or not, we've come close to the end here. So I know it goes really fast. Is there anything else that you think um, that you'd like to share before we wrap up? I mean, I might do a little plug for my, my coaching business. Do it. Yeah. Well, I, you didn't even talk about that at all. <laughs> I wasn't sure if, if you're still doing it, so I didn't bring it up. So, yeah, yeah talk um, about that because that's important. So as, as we go through these this hard time for a lot of us right now, um, I imagine the role of my coaching as helping people harness their inner badass so that they can create the things that the world is so in need of right now. That's radical coaching. Talk more about the coaching piece because mm. sometimes I think people get stuck on like, what does that mean? Like oh, for yeah. me, you know, <laughs> I mean, I think it's hard because it's like, is it who is therapy? that for? Is it, right. Is it counseling? Is it well? It's not therapy. It's not counseling. Those are like really rigorous um, professions. Life coaching is more about partnering with an individual. To hold them accountable for their best self. Uh, it's a little softer. Um, and who do I coach? This is something that I've been like kind of developing. And one, I'm coaching young people. Like if they are 18, trying to figure out what's next, how do I express myself, who is this person I'm becoming. Uh, and they just need an ear to talk to help them see their best selves that's a role that I'm really enjoying and then I also am working with creative people uh, which is everyone in my definition but also people who are really wanting to harness their creative self so that they're contributing on that level to our culture so helping them kind of find what direction to take that because yeah. sometimes when you are a very creative person have so many ideas it's hard to know which one and yeah. I think sometimes we let go of ones that we should have followed or you know we don't put enough time in certain spots and then they don't reach the full potential we start an art piece think it's gonna go one way and it goes south and it's just like a hit to the ego yeah. I thought I could do this but yeah. what is happening yeah love that well I think that that was really well well said um we'll definitely be putting a link to your business in the blog too so Thank you. yeah um well anything else um, the, your business is called radical coaching and radical as in r-a-d-i-c-l-e the uh radical is the embryonic part of the taproot that goes into the ground it's the core part of what a plant becomes i love that i'm glad you explained that because i remember when you first told me that and i was like that's so cool I don't think that everybody understands that concept. Mm -hmm. And you all, we all have that in us. 
the old taproot. The part that knows our true self. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> well, I'm so glad you were here with me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm excited that you're doing these podcasts and getting in touch with our creative community and helping them share the strength that creativity is. So. Thanks. I'm excited and, as I said before, a novice, but <laughs> having a lot of fun. Yes. Hopefully I don't mix poorly or add too many weird sound effects in the background when we do this. But or you do. It's a lot we of fun. It anyway. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, and uh, until next time, life is art, and keep on being creative and use that creativity any way you can. Thanks for listening.